Honestly, I genuinely like talking about weather. We just lost like half of our listeners right away because we opened up the episode with talking about weather. weather. We lost half of our fan base immediately. Hey everybody, welcome to Behind the Books, a podcast for writers by writers. I'm Larissa. And I'm LJ. This week we're talking about the two different ways books are done, in a series or as a standalone. I stick to standalones, Larissa's the queen of series, and our fanfictions are a whole different ballpark. You can follow us on Instagram at larissagold.author and at LJ underscore writes with two S's. Episodes may contain profanity and spoilers for Breaking Free and the TV show NCIS. Hey buddy, what's up? Um, it's too hot. I don't like the summer. Oh, me too. You're preaching to the choir. Episodes, we're talking about how hot it was now that it's summer, and I'm over it. I'm so over it. Yeah. I'm so ready for fall. I'm ready for winter again. I want to see some snow. Like, come I on. I wouldn't go that far. I have really long winters, so... I don't really want it to be winter again. I just want it to be not 89 degrees and humid. Oh, man, 89 degrees. That sounds so nice right now. It is, <laughs> as we are speaking, 100 degrees right now. Oh, my gosh. Without, without, yeah, without see, humidity. 89 to me is way too hot. And oh. you're like, no, that would be better than, yeah. Yeah. You're supposed Mm-mm. to go up to 103. And that's just like flat heat. Um, right, with, the with, with the, like, humidity in there, it's probably, like, 111 right now. I'm just like, oh my god. Okay, somewhat off-topic, but also related. I hear so many people say that they hate small talk about weather, but <laughs> honestly, honestly, I genuinely like talking about weather. We just lost, like, half of our listeners right away because we opened up the episode with talking about weather. weather. We lost half of our fan base immediately. No, it's it's so funny to me, like, when people are like, oh, how are you doing? You know, just small talk. And then, you know, you're like, okay, yeah, like, fine, I'm good. Even when you're, like, having five breakdowns a day. But, like, that's an acceptable form of... (laughs) Concealing it, even though I don't tend to do that, I tend to just be like very upfront with people. I'm like, uh, I've been having a rough week. Not gonna lie, not gonna lie. <laughs> but the one form of small talk that I feel like nobody purposefully brings into a conversation is weather, and I think it's underutilized because you can talk about so many different kinds of weather, and you can learn so much from a person based on what kind of weather they like. I think I think you know where I mean? the small talk I do I agree but I think where that comes in is that you have to have people from different areas because if I like yeah, go talk to my sense. neighbor down the street about the weather like we're both experiencing the same hundred degree weather so like yeah, so it's, it's gonna be like oh my god you're both have, miserable have you sweated today and I was like yeah of course I have what do you mean <laughs> I like walked out of the house and just looked like I stepped out of a pool Drip. like hello so I think I agree, but it's got to be, like, between, like, you and me, where we're on very different states, yes, exactly. so that makes a lot more sense. Exactly. But, yeah, I don't... Exactly. Okay, I stand corrected. Yeah, um, online friends, talking about weather with them is great. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm genuinely surprised. Like, when I, 
I don't know if this person is publicly, you know, has <laughs> announced where they live, so I'm not going to say the name, but when I talked to a Canadian friend of mine, I'm like, wait a second, you guys, like, aren't allowed to have fires outside right now, like, on purpose, mm-hmm. because of how dry it is? Yeah. Like, in the wildfires? And I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Of course, then New York got, like, bombed with smoke, so then I knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's so interesting. And, like, when I talked to Ariana, like, she's in California, She's like, I hate all this rain and all this flooding and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, oh, wait, you guys are flat. So when it rains a lot, it floods. But my state is not flat. So when it rains a lot, grass grows. Like, nobody complains (laughs) when it rains a lot. Yeah. Um, Except the people who really like summer up here. I have a friend who genuinely is a reptile who could (laughs) survive in, like, the hottest weather, but she hates the cold. Mm. And um, and she's like, I haven't gotten tan at all because of all the rain. And it's I'm so sad. And I just showed her, like, the inside of my arm. I'm like, do you see how pale I am? Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> but, that's the only benefit. Yeah. I can't tan very well because I am also very white and just cannot <laughs> do it. But if yeah, I, I like, burn. go to the beach or go outside or whatever, I sunburn and then tan. Or I occasionally tan. But it really depends. So I can yeah. look nice, but then as soon as it starts turning cold, I, like, go back to pasty white because I can't. Yeah, I don't got anything working for me, so. Well, I mean, her argument was that she's getting married in a few months, and so she doesn't want to match her dress. And I'm like, okay, fine. That's very valid. <laughs> but I'm like, you could just get a fake in. And she's like, I might have to because I will have zero opportunity to tan <laughs> between now and, like, when summer goes away. And then, like, two months later, I'm going to get married. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that, that that's fair. Yeah, um, that makes sense. That but, makes sense. You know, Oh, man. Well, congrats to her. Long That's story short, fun. I love talking about weather. <laughs> yeah. And my weather is too hot that I hate giving it any sort of attention. So, let's All go right, books. we'll move on. <laughs> Standalone versus series. We, guys, we could have put this in the writer grand politics one, but we just decided to have a, a little discussion about it, and we're yeah. going to have far more controversial Writer grand politics episodes. It's not really, and that's again, it's not anything that's really inherently controversial about either of them. No, it's not. Two things. So plus, it's not like one of us. Well, okay. So we do kind of have our own separate things, but it's not like a dislike of stuff. So it's like I love series, but I don't write series, that kind of thing. So it's not really series, but I don't dislike standalones. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So this is this is kind of like a just a fact based episode. Well, there is going to be opinions, but. Most of it is just discussing what we like about. Yeah, so it's, we're not going to push you guys to one side or the other because it's not something that you have to choose between at all. But basically, uh, standalone books are exactly what they sound like, a book that stands on its own with a separate plot. Uh, and the, the best way that I've always understood them is that they can be understood by themselves. You don't have yeah. to have any additional understanding of the fictional universe or the characters outside of the book or anything like that. But a series is just a collection of books that make up a larger story, like using a plot that has a climax and resolution that stretches over a lot of books. And it has the same characters, mostly, throughout this, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are there are pros and cons to both, depending on, from a writing perspective, Yeah, there are pros and cons, depending on what you want to do. Yeah. In the series. So. Before before we start talking about writing standalones or series, which would you rather read? A standalone or a series? Like, if you had a preference. Obviously both. Like, you know, you can do both, but which one do you like more? If you like one more. 
I think if I liked one more, it would be a standalone. Okay. But I think they're very genre specific. Um, oh, romance okay. books that are standalones are like god tier. Mm-hmm. I don't really like romance series that much because I'm not the biggest fan of slow burn over like multiple books. Gotcha. You give me like a one book slow burn, great, I'll love it. Yeah. But anything that takes a lot, and I'm preaching to the clerics, I don't do this um, <laughs> in my own writing. Um, I'm, I make it last and I make it hurt. But um, <laughs> at least from book two onward, <laughs> not book one. Um, but um, I lost my little train of thought. Uh, you were talking slow burn, Romeo, not one book? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so standalones, I think, work best in murder mysteries and romance mm. books but especially romance that's my preference yeah. for reading um but for any other genre i couldn't care less like series are great um to read but i just for the past like two or three years ever since i finished reading the gracious burst books i haven't gotten into another series mm, okay and so it's just been kind of like hard for me to to have the emotional capacity or the time to start like another big not even big but just like a trilogy yeah you know what i mean so i just haven't had the time or the space to do it i tried the percy jackson books but they were too juvenile for my tastes so not that they're bad books i just i'm gonna watch the disney show that's gonna come out eventually but other than that i'm probably not gonna ever read the books so that makes sense that makes sense. Standalones are just easier to digest. Yeah. I think mine was a difference with, like, time. When I was younger, I would inhale series. Like, I read oh, so many same. series. And, uh, like, the longer the better. I, I think, <laughs> like, that was that was fun. Like, Michael Grant had a really good series that I was obsessed with. It had, like, seven or nine books. I don't remember now. Um, somebody was reading it. I, I came across somebody on Instagram reading it the other day, and now I can't remember who it was. But I was like, oh my god, I love that series. But now that I, like, haven't had as much time to read, I like reading standalones a lot better because, you know, it's one and done kind of deal. So I got, you know, one book. And so I'm I'm reading The Martian right now. And it's, the science is going a little over my head. I'm not going to lie. It's a little confusing at times. But I'm obsessed with it. It is so good. So I like both. I just need to get back into reading before I go try to, like, tackle another series. So I'm just... Yeah, I like both. I'm kind of I like I like all of them. Have you seen the Martian movie? No, that's why I want to. I'm reading the book, and I've got the Martian. It's recorded when it plays in a a week or two. So I'm reading the book, so then I can go watch the movie. But I love (laughs) Matt Damon, so it'll be fun. That's why I asked because I know that you love Matt Damon, and I was Mm -hmm. pretty sure that you were reading the book before you watched the movie. I. I haven't watched the movie yet, but I will soon because Sebastian Stan is also in it. So uh, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> I am obligated to... Yeah, I, most of his movies, and he's my favorite actor probably of all time. Oh, um, okay. Other than maybe, like, ones that are more my dad's age that he watches with me. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, but most of his movies aren't on, like, platforms that I have. Gotcha. So it's a little frustrating <laughs> um, <laughs> to try and watch things that he's in. So I just watch Marvel stuff with him over and over. Yeah. Uh, but one day I will like 
get like a free trial of like Peacock or Hulu. Actually, mm-hmm. I think I do have Hulu or um, Apple TV. And just gotcha. like binge all the stuff that he's on. Yes. But, um, we or are... just buy the DVDs because yeah. the d- they still the have flair. Yes. We are simple women. If there is a hot man in a movie, we will watch it. <laughs> Literally, though. Like, I don't need to critically think when I watch a movie. That's what books are for. I critically think when I, well, okay. If I'm reading a romance book, there's no critical thinking going on. But <laughs> that's beside there's, the point. I have, I have some critical thinking when it comes to movies, but half of it is I just either hot man or good cinematography. So yeah. don't really care. Nothing wrong with that. Um, also, I think with series, um, if they're not finished when, t- when you get into them, it's easier to start for me because you just have to do one at a time. And then you can just wait for the next one to come out and then read that one. Some people despise that because they don't like the cliffhangers or they don't like waiting. And I know that's where you stand. That's where my younger sister stands. Actually, she she refuses, refuses to read my books (laughs) until they're all out. And I'm like, you know, if you read the first one, you could just ask me what happens and I would tell you. Because she loves spoilers. Mm. I don't get it, but she does. So I'm like, if you read the first and second, I would literally tell you the re- like, you, <laughs> it might take two hours, but I would tell you what happens. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, meanwhile, my mother loves waiting between books, for me, for mm-hmm. mine anyway. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I don't. I don't. I mean, like, I don't dislike it like if there's a series that i'm reading and i gotta wait for the next book to come out like i don't mind doing it but i don't really always actively choose that it sometimes ends yeah. up being like i picked a series and then i found out that there's another book coming and i didn't know that when i was picking it and whatever yada 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 but no if i can help it i pick a series that's like already finished or almost finished like i see okay i love um amy kaufman and jay kristoff they did the yes. um they did the illumin illumin illumine files something like that which yeah. is one of my favorite series and then they did a new one um aurora rising oh, I forget yes yes it's like aurora burning aurora rising aurora burning and then aurora end except i started reading aurora rising before any of the other like books came out no. which i loved the book but i like then didn't have the other two books to go read and i was upset and i put it down and like i haven't finished the series yet because i like had to wait for the book and i was like man i'm too impatient for this i don't want that and so i love their writing but i just i i haven't been able to finish it because i'm like i don't want to wait and they're both out now so there's really no issue <laughs> but now i have to go reread the first one because i don't remember what happened and i'm just like this all could have been avoided if I just started reading it after all three books came out. But, yeah, uh, I own the first one, but I haven't read it yet. Uh, yeah, I need to check it out from the library. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love series for sci-fi and fantasy and stuff, mm-hmm. and I don't read a lot of fantasy. Um, but standalones are the best when it comes to mystery or romance, yeah. I think. That's my conclusion. Yeah, you know, I, I can agree with that. What about writing, though, for you? For me, so I love the idea of writing a series, but the practicality <laughs> of, write, of writing a series, I do not have the time or attention span for. And I, I love it. I would love to write a series one day, but just at this point, I don't think any of my whips, except for this one exception, have even been planned to be a series. There was one... 
Actually, the most recently scrapped draft of Crossfire was planned to be a duology, which was a lot of fun um, because I actually had enough plot points. That plot line I like yeah, the best. That one had, I had enough plot points to make two books for that. And then I scrapped it so that I didn't have enough time. So <laughs> we'll see. I, I, that one is, Crossfire is the most conceivable one for me. That's not the right word. Maybe it is. is. I don't know. Okay. Okay. There we go. There we go. Smoother <laughs> than I think. Um, that one's the most conceivable for me to like have a have a series in that one, but it would probably be like a duology, like nothing more than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember you telling me that retribution might be too. That one that it could be. It was that one was depends on how complicated it was. Yeah, went. that one's also up in the air. It's if I stuck with the current ending that I had, it was going to be a standalone. So any type okay. of um, sequel or pre- uh, prequel would probably have been more likely, and the sequel, yeah, I guess, would yeah. have been in the same world, but again, like, completely different characters. Different characters, which yeah. is, again, could he, work, he, but I think I, I could have done... Yeah, that one is, uh, <laughs> that one is a fun. But that one is, like, that's, I think, I think we have some notes about that later, but it's, like, it's not the same mm-hmm. characters who continue the story when it comes right. to, like, quote-unquote series like that. So that's where I, I like a standalone, because it's, like, I like the finality of it. Or it's just, like, you know, one story set in between, you know, right, certain right. parameters in this world, and, like, that's it. That's all you've got. And so, not that I don't want to have more of my characters and see them exist more, um, but it's just because, like, you know, my my plots don't really span super long. I've got, a, mm-hmm. like, set plot points, essentially, and I've got an ending. It's sometimes, sometimes I have an ending. And, <laughs> um... And then that's it. Like, I don't have anything else. So if I come up with a new idea, then yeah, I'm open to doing series. But most of the stuff I've been working on has just been standalones because I don't have enough. Um, Like, my uh, currently working on a whip, which I'm keeping it pretty down low because I'm not supposed to be working on it. I told myself (laughs) I would take a break after publishing to Dib and then absolutely did not. But I did just reach 5,000 words. So I'm very excited. But um, this is definitely going to be a standalone one because it's a novella. I'm not even going to be doing like a whole book out of it. Like it's going to be a short version. But like with Mm. the way that I have the plot and the plot ending, like there's not really room for a a sequel or anything. Like there is, but it would be very different from the first book. So it's like, you know, at that point, then I'm just going to do a standalone because I don't really want to question, I don't want to question the ending. Like, I want to have a an ending, and that's the answer, and that, that's it. Not that the characters don't go out and, like, continue doing whatever, but, like, you know, that is the end of that story. So, that's that why... That makes perfect sense. I like, I like standalones a little more, but would love to write a series one day. But maybe not a five-book series like yours. <laughs> you, damn, dude, you are... <laughs> Crazy. Before before we move on to talking about the beast that Ivan Cobb is, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I think I think just for some people, having that end in mind and just sticking to it, it's just way easier to tackle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And for yeah. you, obviously, I know most everything that you're writing at <laughs> any point in time, except for like three things in the secret fanfics. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Yes. Nobody's um, getting my fanfics. <laughs> no, and see, that's completely fine. And there are some that I will probably publish in the future that I won't tell anybody about. <laughs> um, there's already one that I orphaned because I was just like too chicken for other people to find it. I was like, no, this is not happening. <laughs> so I might put it back out there. But um, anyway, that's beside the point. Mm. Um, I think just for some writers, their brains just don't 
come up with series because it's mm-hmm. not their style. And yeah. that's perfectly fine. Like, everybody's different. Um, also, before we go into Adam Cobb, Nuclear, I think, <laughs> could be a series. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because it's spies and yeah. superheroes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can always do a series out of those. Yeah. <sighs> not to brag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, and not just because I want it to last. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> because they're like my top, uh, that's my top whip of yours. But I think it could just make sense for the characters and the ages and like the times of life that all the characters are at. Like the first one or the first few would be like Levi and Saya, like mm-hmm. that's their story. And then Benji and Grace are like, what is the word? Totting along, whatever. Yeah. Following, yeah. closely behind. Uh-huh. And then, I mean, <laughs> Not to, well, I wouldn't be mad if you gave Benji a whole book for himself. Mm, Of course, of course. I wouldn't be upset. And also, I love Grace, and I want to see more of her. So Mm. I would not be mad if her and Benji, like, got this, like, sibling duo. Yeah. um, yeah. Dash and Uh (laughs) Violet-esque story. uh (laughs) So I wasn't planning on dropping names, but you dropped, you brought it up. So I, it's true. It's it's not, it's not being theoretically in use anymore. So I don't mind sharing it, but nuclear and crossfire were originally planned on being in the same world, just different times. So, because they're both, they're both superheroes. And so that does not surprise me. Actually, I had plans for nuclear. I mean, nuclear is set in the nineties, early thousands. I don't really know, but yeah, a little bit. Um, that's what, that's what I told you the other day with like, if, if we talked about like the nuclear characters in current times, they'd be like in their forties. Oh yeah. I remember that. Or like, no, not my gosh, I got my math wrong. You told me, you told me Benji's birth year and I was like, (laughs) holy fuck, he's old enough to be my dad. (laughs) I was like, you are the worst for this. I remember having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there. I got so mad at you too. Like, I know it's so funny. <laughs> well, because I wanted it, I wanted it in a different time. Because when I had mm-hmm. it set up, you know, nuclear was going to be the quote-unquote first introduction to the superhero world, and then Crossfire was going to be an unrelated series. But nuclear was going to be the names were going to make an appearance in Crossfire. <gasps> oh which, my god. Okay, oh I'm taking. I'm taking you this. You just one broken off. my brain. No, no, no. I'm taking this off air because you of just. But no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. You just broke my so, brain. The thing, what it was going to be, is because in Crossfire, obviously, the 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 government is like very anti superheroes, superpowers, yada yada, all that stuff. And so there, uh-huh. the uh, one of the original plots of plots of Crossfire is that there was somebody like going around killing heroes, kind of stuff like that. And so Crossfire was going to read a newspaper article that said, like, family of four found dead in the middle of the countryside, suspected superheroes, and so they were going to be dead. (laughs) And then I scrapped that. I did, I did. I scrapped it because I want to keep them alive. I love them too much. But that was a, um, that was, they were going to get connected and that's how they were going to be connected. Holy shit. <laughs> Maybe I won't cut that. I don't know. I'll decide in post because it's kind of funny. <laughs> no, you should. You should. should I'll leave should my reaction in. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I'll keep it. I, it's, I mean, it's not happening anymore, so it's not spoilery, 
So, because you know, it's not happening. But, yeah, that was the original plan. <laughs> oh, my God. You're... You're crazy. And I love you. Because that's no longer what's happening. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're safe. All of them are safe. They're okay. Oh, my but, God. But, yes, nuclear, I, I would love to you. give multiple books. <laughs> I can't believe you. I can't say I'm any better, though. Yeah, yeah, uh, really. I saw your story the other day, Miss Miranda, <laughs> the, you know, Miss fucking, you know, who who do you want to save? Which ones? <laughs> Which ones are we going to keep? Oh, my God. <sighs> no, but that was actually very serious because I don't know who is going to be not breathing at the end of book three. <laughs> um, That's I don't scary. know. Okay, That's well, scary. two people are safe, so and two, two people are not. I guess that's very I big. can't tell you. Okay. Can't. Yeah. So out of the large cast that I have, which, if we count... It's a lot. Um, this is spoilers for Breaking Free, and you will be able to infer on who dies in Breaking Free if you keep listening, so just skip ahead, because I'm going to count names. Um, we have Alec, James, Hannah, Hacken, Lavinia... Um, Persephone. <laughs> Why did my brain just stop? Persephone Parker, Sarvesh, uh, Anastasia. Uh, then there are two more characters that you guys haven't met yet in book four. That No, they're in book three. Um, so that's how many that's... <laughs> this is why I shouldn't count on my fingers. <laughs> okay, so that's 11. Uh, and then there's... Oh! mystery man his name is charles actually charles you guys know of um and then there is one well they die but yeah okay never mind um one two three more okay and then like a michelin okay i'm gonna say blanket statement we have 20 named characters that are important to the plot as of book three impressive (laughs) impressive (laughs) um but the only ones that have been around since the beginning of book one are the three markovs um and well actually the rest of the team in book two was mentioned in book one so they're in there too and Anastasia and Sarvesh. So I guess they count. Um, but two people out of those 20 are 100% safe in book three. At the end of book three. And I can't tell you who they are. Um, is that the two, character MC saved? One of them is. Okay, okay. One of them is. And you're going to okay. be very happy with me. Okay. Anyway, so. But out of the 18 remaining... Um, Two are definitely going to hit the bucket. Oh. Did you say not... the bucket or kick the bucket? <laughs> I said hit, but kick is the correct phrase. No, 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 no. Let's make them hit the bucket so they don't <laughs> die and they just pretend to die. That's what happens. Mm, no. Um, but, okay. yeah, so, and they're not, like, characters that appear twice. They're, like, yeah, so. That's scary. I don't like But that. two more characters are unsure they are in the limbo and (laughs) your face (laughs) 
concerned. Face. I'm growing more and more concerned by the minute. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but this is the problem with writing a series. Um, you can't have everybody that you create by the beginning. You can't have everybody last to the end. Yeah. Not just because of plot reasons. Like, you can't have too many cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. Also, to save some of your own sanity. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to have that many characters by the end would make my brain explode. <laughs> so, and that's actually why I'm doing some cool timeline and, like, narrative stuff in book four. We're, like, really, <laughs> really being mean to you guys because I'm not going to tell you what happened. Mm. At the end of book three, and I'm just going to be like, okay, switching pubs for, like, five chapters. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> like five big chapters. Oh my gosh. Or maybe like half the book. We'll see. But um, but I also don't want you guys to feel safe with anyone. <laughs> because I mean like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yeah. But I will say. Actually, MC told me this. Um, she says the two that are definitely not safe. The two that are definitely going to. Um, she's like. I think you're going to make people more mad with them than you were with Breaking Free. Mm. And, and she goes, you can't be so mean. You, you have to save the other ones because these two count for like double or triple the impact. I'm scared. Not for my life. For those characters' lives. That's, uh, Okay. Okay, and it's not even like it's, okay. it's not even like the people themselves, the characters themselves. It's the circumstance in how it ends, mm-hmm. and like <clears throat> that would spoil things. We can't tell you that, but okay. Um, just in like how and like the attitudes of everybody else that survives, and like all that juicy stuff. Ah, so I. I enjoy talking about fictional character pain, but <laughs> that can't be all we talk about. Yeah, just a um, Unfortunately. Not for today. <sighs> unfortunately. Um, but yeah. So your so, Yeah, all of my writing is structured for a series, basically. Very few exceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned, which is true, there are going to be at least five books in the Ivan Cub series um, in the main timeline. So there's going to be Breaking Free, The Way He Wrote Me, and then Book 3, which is currently nicknamed BC. Um, and I'm like 99% on that title, so it's probably going to stay the same. Okay. But I haven't decided on Book 4 and 5 yet, so <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. But those five um, focus on basically the Lavinia-centric timeline. Mm. Mm-hmm. And everything else that surrounds her. So her family, the team, all of that stuff. Once her story ends, and it is literally going to end. She's not going to die, everybody. Don't be scared. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She was at one point, and I was going to bring her back, but we're not doing that. So (laughs) that is an entertaining story, though. Yeah, that's a story for another day. But she's going to be alive by the end of book five. You guys can count on that. Um, Good job. And... (laughs) I feel like people that don't know my books would be like, wait, you were thinking about killing the main character? <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, what, what about course. it? <laughs> yeah. Duh. No um, one is oh. safe. 
not even her. Um, but no, she has to be alive for the story to work around her. So as mm-hmm. soon as the story is done, as soon as her story is buttoned up into neat little rows, mm-hmm. um, there's likely going to be a series of prequels, probably Ooh. a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always wanted to do one on Anastasia, especially because she was 26 when Breaking Free started. Gotcha. So we have like 26 years of background yeah. that I could do. Um, I was thinking about one for Victoria, but she was like not even two years old when she was born mm-hmm. in Divenkov. Well, brought into, not born. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure what we would do with that. And there is one other person. I'm thinking it's going to be a female-centric trilogy, prequel trilogy. So it would be another one of the ladies. Um, gotcha. Not sure yet. But We love the but, ladies. We do. We love the Ivankov ladies. But I do have another idea for a standalone uh, in the series. And the only way it will be connected to the, um, to the original five is with the two characters that are in it. Um, actually, probably three because they're co-workers and their boss would also be in the standalone and he is in the main <laughs> series. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole their whole book would basically be just like a more romance version than like like more romance than spies basically yeah Um, i love that i love that and i mean (laughs) my books though do have a lot of romance in them already but i'm serious that like the romance will be the main plot of this Mm -hmm. and the spy stuff will be background yeah um, because it's just their occupation so like it's really just about the two of them um, but that would occur like five or ten years after book five was done. Mm. So they know Lavinia. And the mission that is centric to their plot is basically like, we have to deal with this so Lavinia doesn't, you know, come back and kick our asses. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. So, like, everybody else is laughing because they know what it would be like if Lavinia came <laughs> back into this. Oh my you god, know? yes. I mean, like, no, don't disturb her. The series is done. <laughs> don't don't disturb her. She deserves her rest. <laughs> so the two of them have, like, a fire lit under them. Um, so, but it'll probably be ages, ages until I write that. Gotcha. That um, sounds fun. That sounds fun. It is. It's, it would be really funny, too. It would be kind of, like, Rob Gummy. Um... Kind of like a Mr. and Mrs. Smith, almost. Because I think, yeah. I think that's equally rom-com as it is an action movie. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of so course. I love... That's my anyway. favorite movie. Of course. I knew I had to mention it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I do have a few other projects. They're all, like, pretty recent. Um, mm-hmm. But I do have this 1920s Chicago whip that I have talked about on this podcast before called Project yeah. Prohibition. Um, and that would be at least two books. Okay, um, okay. The main inspirations for that are, like, the real-life stories of mob bosses and gangsters in Chicago, um, Al Capone included, and, um, and Romeo and Juliet. Gotcha. Because I'm a big Shakespeare nerd. So there's going to be a lot of, like, Shakespeare themes in the book. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, yeah. the biggest part. But I want it to be two books for the cliffhanger's sake. Yeah. Um, and the plot that I have in mind is just too slow burn to do it in one book. It would be like Gosh. 600 pages. Ooh. So I want to do it in two. 
Have um, you have you seen? We might have talked about it, but I can't remember. Have you seen the outfit with uh, mm, Dylan O'Brien no. and um, a whole bunch? I oh, I can't so. remember the guy's name. Okay, well, you should watch it. It's really, really good. It's Chicago mobster, all that stuff. Good mystery. It is <laughs> also one of my favorite movies. It has a banger soundtrack, and I listen to it while I write. Oh, essays. that's awesome! So um, you should go check that out because it's really good and it's very I Chicago's. Will. Chicago mobster, old times, yada yada yada, oh and Dylan O'Brien's in it. So you, we we talked about this. We established hot man will watch a movie. So exactly, exactly. The plot is the bonus. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. Anyway, sorry. Continue. <laughs> that was off track. <laughs> no, I love it. It's beautifully on track. Um, but yeah, so I'm a big history nerd, and I've always wanted to write historical fictions. Um, but also, there's this like concept at least that I have, this attitude that I have, where if you know a lot about something, it can be hard to actually write about it because you don't want to get things wrong, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, you almost want to gatekeep the things that are most special to you. And so for uh, me, like, out of history, right, yeah. the most important eras to me are Victorian and then probably medieval and then the 1920s. So I'm fine with doing a bunch of research in like, mm-hmm. historical fiction. Like, I'm fine with the 1920s being the only historical fiction that I write. Yeah. Um, but Victorian would just be like, you guys, I would be inseparable. <laughs> you are being spared, really. Um, so, so, yeah. But 1920s is such, such a fun, not literally fun, but fun for me. <laughs> time yeah um not fun for everybody so, but fun for some so times. many things happening like there was oh history oh love it <laughs> so many things so many things it's gorgeous beautiful um and yes downton abbey is one of my favorite shows in case anybody was wondering um <laughs> oh what a surprise anyway. what a surprise <laughs> yeah wow i know a lot about that uh era fashion mm. included <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my other, my other um, projects. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones that are a series because I think all the other ones that I have are just standalones. I want to do uh, an Ursula retelling mm. eventually um, because I think I don't think mermaids are an underrepresented form in fantasy books, but I think the the evil side is. Mm. "Quote unquote evil," yeah. like evil mermaids are always presented as evil mermaids and not as the protagonists. And you might be thinking, how are evil characters presented as protagonists? And might I introduce you to the definition of protagonist? Someone <laughs> who the story goes with, protagonist, right? The character mm-hmm. that's called the protagonist, their plot line, their character arc, their development follows the plot. It goes with the plot antagonist goes against the plot so if your main plot involves for example um ursula Mm -hmm. like gaining control of the throne that she believes is rightfully hers Mm -hmm. then she's the protagonist of the story yeah even if she's a terrible person who does (laughs) terrible things to get to what she wants Mm -hmm. because that's the story so i've always wanted to do that where, like, morally, yes, the protagonist is a terrible person, but they are still the protagonist because that's where the story goes. Yeah. 
you know, she's still the villain, but she's the protagonist. Yeah. So, um, and also, ever since I was in uh, the full-length musical of The Little Mermaid, um, which has a lot more background for Ursula, and I played Ursula, I was just, like, obsessed with the idea of doing that for her story. Um, yeah. And if anybody wants to know that in, like, four minutes, get all the context, listen to Daddy's Little Angels is the name of the song that she sings <laughs> in the musical. Uh, and it's exactly what it sounds like. Um, her dad mm-hmm. viewed all of her siblings as little angels, and she was she was the only one that nobody liked. Ouch. And that was her that was her story. Like she yeah. retaliated against that, and that's why she goes after Ariel, being the youngest mm. and the most perfect of the siblings. Yeah. Gotcha. So I've always wanted to do like a big story out of that, and yeah, once I'm more into fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll do it. Right now, my fantasy writing skills only include fan fiction because the universe has already been predetermined. There are already... Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. not there with world building yet for my own fantasy stuff, but... Yeah. One day. One day. Yeah. I, I do have a fantasy project in the works, but I think that's going to be, like, a late-in-life project. Gotcha. Yeah. You know? It's just... It's, it's going to be, like... Tolkien heavy and mm. I want to save it I want to savor it and I want to spend like yeah. 10 years writing that <laughs> <laughs> and then I put out like it. five books that are like 600 pages <laughs> um Massive when I'm like really established you know what I mean because I yeah. think I'm, those are going to be like heavy on theology and um and that's what I mean by t- Tolkien-esque they're going to be like super heavy on theology but in a fantasy context uh, and just, like, the structure of, um, if you will, heaven and, you know, the concept of God and the Trinity and those kinds of things, but literal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I want to see how literal I can get with bringing in Revelation into this book. Mm-hmm. I want to see how literal yeah. I can get because I've always thought it was so, so interesting. And uh-huh. I want to bring in, like, prophecies and, like, like the king and the queen, so to speak, of the fictional universe. We yeah. have like twelve advisors, things like that. Like the numbers are really uh, important. Like yeah. twelve and three are really important. Um, I've talked about it a little bit, um, but the whole premise is that this one kingdom is basically in the sky, in the clouds, not like space, but clouds. And there yeah. are three kingdoms below them in different climates, and so like the three is really important. So mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. I will become another Tolkien, like, when I'm 50 years old and publish <laughs> this series or books. Yeah. But I have a feeling that when I start it, it will become a lot bigger and mm. it'll be serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I like that. I like that. That sounds very interesting. Hope you become Tolkien. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> very fun. I think if I ever, if I ever wrote fantasy, I had a few ideas bounce around in my head. Um, but I don't, I don't, I'd like to use magic because I enjoy magic and magic systems, except I don't Mm. understand them enough to be able to write my own. (laughs) Um, and I don't really want to go read for research any other magic things as well. So I'm kind of like, eh, I'll do it one day, but I have like no definite plans for anything. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I was looking through my like list of whips and really it's. They're all planned to be standalones, but the the thing is they all have the possibility to be, mm. uh, like, series. It's just, I gotta come up with enough, enough plot points to fit them. Like, I think, um, yeah. 
I think my uh, I I had a, a tentative plan for uh, a a, <laughs> a series that was pretty much the mummy it was pretty much the mummy it's, it's literally just the mummy but i'm gonna do something different with it because there's no real meat to it right now it's just the characters but like that could be something that's i want to read a series like what's mummy redone fine yes. i want to read that <laughs> See, but that one could very easily turn into a series and just have them go on different adventures i just have to make enough adventures yeah for them to like go indiana on, jones so. style Exactly. So that would be something that's a little bit easier to do, and that's what I could potentially turn into a series, but right now I am not working on that series, so it does not matter. Um, but stuff like that, yeah. I think, is a lot. I think I enjoy, I think, or I would enjoy writing series a lot, not not a lot better, but I'd be a little more motivated to do series if each if each book was almost like a stand, like a standalone, almost. like yes. like, But they're yes. connected because of the same characters, but it's not like, you know, Oh, I have to go fight this villain from the previous book or, or whatever. But like, yes, like um, yes, like 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 you know, like cop TV show episodes. Like like yeah. Hawaii. I always think of Hawaii Five O just because it's like yeah. my favorite thing. So a, a few of the episodes have like an underlying plot line where like you know they have a big yeah, bad exactly. guy or whatever. But each individual episodes deals or like Criminal Minds or something like that deals with an individual. Yeah, Criminal case. Minds is big on that. Yeah, so, so it's like, like Law and like, Order or SVU. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so all just all the crime shows, pretty much. And that's like Grey's Anatomy, easier. too. Yeah, where they're dealing with individual things, but then they can, like, it's the same characters and it's all that stuff. I think I would enjoy writing a series like that because it's enough of new stuff that I don't have to worry about, like, oh my gosh, okay, so I need this character to show up here so that this connected in this plot point and yada, right, yada, yada. Right, 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 But I can have enough of the underlying stuff to that so that's why i think uh, i think i'd do something for like a series for like my little mummy series or whatever but not yeah. necessarily something for you know crossfire maybe because that's just that would be a big 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 plot and either depending on how much mm. i write yeah then it would whether or not be a series or something so i don't know yeah. it's just stuff to think about yeah and i think the reason why those kinds of shows are so successful not just because they're dramas and that's how they're designed but because they're so easy to follow along with because all you really need to know is the characters. Like, the yes. plot, you just it comes to you as it comes to you. Mm-hmm. And those kinds of shows usually aren't big on foreshadowing. Yeah. Unless they have a specific, like, five or six episode long yeah. season finale type of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen at least ten full seasons of SVU, um, which is Law & Order Special Victims Unit, for anybody who doesn't know. Um, and that show has been going on for a long time. <laughs> like, a long time. Everybody knows that. Um, that and regular Law & Order, uh, Survivor is on its, like, 43rd or 44th, maybe not quite there, Something 42nd. Like yeah, Survivor's, like, 42nd, 42nd. season. Um, what's another one that's been going on for ages? Supernatural was a really, I, I don't think that one's running anymore. Done, yeah. yeah, it's not running anymore, but that's, I think, is one of the longest-running cable television mm-hmm. shows. Ever. I mean, Grey's. Grey's is pretty long, too. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy. That one's like 24 seasons, I think. Right Something now. like that, yeah. But it's insane. But I think Supernatural beats Survivor. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, point is, guys, is that those shows last so long because the writers... Oh, also NCIS. Yes. That one's yes. not as long. It's only eight seasons, I think, or nine. Um, but... Oh, NCIS? No, it's in, like, the teens no, by now. No, I meant to say 18 or 19. That's my oh, sorry. Oh, oh, I've seen all like, that show. I've seen all that show. Oh. I do know. 
my brain just was like flipping the numbers but yeah so those shows for the most part have lasted so long because of the drama factor and because the writers know how to keep characters engaging and they know how to keep the characters a central part of the story and that's why a big part of my writing is so character centric because Mm -hmm. that's all the type of media like shows that's all the type of media i consume yeah. Like, those kinds of shows are the only shows that I watch, for the most Gosh. part. Like, even, like, The Blacklist is like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, the main Blacklist. plot, right? But the main plot of that show is central to the character. Yeah. Raymond Reddington and Elizabeth Keene. Like, that's mm-hmm. the plot. The two of yeah. them are the plot. Yeah. You can't separate them. Um, and so it's just, like, that's why I've taken such a character-central route to my stories is because yeah. once you know those characters, you can literally keep going forever for the mm-hmm. plot. And that's why yeah. those shows last so long. A bone to pick that I have, though, <laughs> with drama writers. Um, I notice this especially on NCIS, but everybody else does it too. I just don't have specific examples because I've seen NCIS like two times from beginning to end. <laughs> so I know it. <laughs> I have not seen that much of SVU. Or, I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever watched Grey's Anatomy, actually, so those wouldn't count. But, mm-hmm. as far as NCIS, they tend to... <laughs> they tend to slow burn the shit out of a couple. Oh, oh, and then, yeah. as soon as they're there, one of three things happen. Okay? <laughs> List them. One, you can tell that I, this is my personal bone to pick with <laughs> these characters. Uh writers rather nbc in general um (laughs) um one one of them dies Mm -hmm. two one of them leaves the show Uh or three which actually has only happened once um the one of the characters one of the spouses um like just fades into a background character that doesn't come up Mm. as much and so this is major spoilers for literally every single couple in NCIS, you guys, and let the name drop. Um, but in terms of, like, leaving the show, we have um, Ellie, right after her and Torres, like, and honestly, they only got one kiss, so I'm, like, still yes. super pissed about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Ziva, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. died, but then she didn't, and then nobody told Tony, and then mm-hmm. it was, like, the worst, but then yep. we found out that Tony did know the whole time. But he left to France. And it was, oh my god, terrible. Um, talk about like Gibbs' three ex-wives who all mm-hmm. ended up dying in the end. Except yeah. for, I think, one of them. But I can't remember, so maybe even she died. But then he had like a temporary sort of kind of fling. And then she <laughs> moved across the world. Um, Poor Gibbs. And then, oh, and Jimmy finally got married mm-hmm. to his beloved. And then she died. And yeah, now we have him so and Jessica, uh-huh. and I'm terrified for what's going to happen to them. If they're going to pull I something else. swear to God, if Jimmy dies, I'm never watching the show again. Literally, I'm never watching no, the show again. Same. I love Jimmy. You literally, I almost stopped watching when Gibbs left, but I also almost stopped watching when Tony and Zeeb left, so. Yeah. That, well, okay. And then, <laughs> this is the worst one, because... It's like, she's still there, so I can't really complain, but Tim and Delilah, mm-hmm. like, their entire relationship is so gorgeous, mm-hmm. 
and I think that's like the biggest point of diversity for that whole show yeah. is that the two of them are still main characters when she lost both of the fun- both functions in her legs mm-hmm. functions in both of her legs rather that's how I want to say it um and then like they ended up getting really serious they got married they have kids but like as soon as they got married Delilah just like stopped coming in in every episode it was only like three or four times in a season yeah and so which like unless it's central to tim's life delilah isn't in it and it's just so irritating because she's still is she nsa or i don't know i don't remember at this point she's not ncis yeah um she's some other agency but it's it's an intelligence i think it's nsa um she's an analyst or a hacker or something um and but i'm like you could bring her in so much more oh my god not to mention what's his face the director oh um vance yeah vance his wife Uh and then some chick that he met in the physical therapy office ended up being a spy like what give this man a break the entire the entire ncis crew does not get a love life at all no, they literally don't. What a they shame. literally what a shame. don't. It's like I can't think of any NCIS character that has not been messed over <laughs> in their love life. Like, except wait, I feel so bad. She's such a good character, but um, not Abby, but the woman who comes after her when Abby leaves the show. Oh, I don't. Ooh, I know who you're talking about. I don't remember. I can't her remember either. her name, but I love her. But she doesn't have a love interest. Gotcha. Yet, or at all. She's the only safe one. She's the only. She's safe the one. only safe one. She's the. <laughs> I, well, she did get kidnapped in a van at oh. one point. Yeah. But <laughs> not so safe. That's okay. Her and Jessica are like besties, though. Oh, that's cute. They're like yeah. besties. Um. Anyway, and she's a great friendship with Jimmy, but like. I'll stop talking about NCIS pain now, guys. Like, <laughs> that's why I don't trust show writers to go on for so long without discarding my faves. Mm-hmm. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has done that too, but Fitz was still there, so I kept watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he wasn't in the last season at all. It made me really sad. Poor baby. I know. We love Fitz. Love Fitz. <sighs> anyway. anyway, guys. TV shows. Back onto books. Books. <laughs> Back onto books. Um, in terms of character-driven plot, I think that's the easiest to do with standalones with romance books. Yeah. Um, and that goes with what you were talking about, like a sta- like a series that's not technically a well, it is a series because it's it the is, same yeah. universe and it's the same characters, but like it's different every time, but. Mm-hmm. Another kind of, like, in-between that I like reading a lot, um, and if I wrote exclusively romance books, then that's, <laughs> this would be the type that I would write. <laughs> but, like, when the first book of an author's might have a set of side characters that are into that, and then the second book features them as main characters, um, but the previous main characters aren't as important, so it kind of, like, switches. Yeah. Um, that's like that with the Elena Armas um, the Spanish Love Deception, and then the American Roommate Experiment, mm-hmm. um, which is great, actually. 
and when when the characters when the main characters from book one come into two they're like so adorable and you love seeing them together because you didn't get a lot of it in the first one so it's like oh they're appearing again and we like seeing them um but the best time the best ones that those are are when you don't even realize that it's part of a series <laughs> um until you're like halfway through like the second book and I've 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 done that before where I've read the second book before the first one but it's with the kind of series that it doesn't really matter where the plot is because they're different characters they're just like some like loosely related yeah um and this is actually with a book that I mentioned on an episode a little while ago I don't remember which one um I don't either but I remember you mentioning it um, I remember. It was on the trip episode, um, where we, the book's called Never Rescue a Rogue, and it's basically about, oh, yeah. the series is about three different sisters, and so this was the second one, the second book, and I didn't realize until I looked at the back, and I was like, wait, <laughs> oh. That's the, that's the way, but, yeah, yeah I, but, I like that idea. Yeah. Then, I mean, you can also do that with, like, friend groups, you know, like, a set of, like, five or six women, for example. And then, like, each of the books is about them. Mm -hmm. Um, In one series that I've started, only the first two are out, but there's going to be three more girls, I think, if I remember correctly. And they're all part of the same friend group, but their books all happen at the same time. Mm. You just don't know it until you get to their book. I didn't actually realize that that was going to happen until I finished the second one, and I was like, wait a second. This plot line, like, this time adds up perfectly with the first one, Heck and yeah. because this author has probably written all of them or has written one ahead before she publishes, she had like a fully edited first chapter of the mm-hmm. next book at the back of the, of the previous. Yeah. So then you could see how the next one worked in the same timeline as this one. Ah. So it was so interesting, and I'm so excited for the whole series to be out. But yeah, that's kind of like what you were talking about with Crossfire and Nuclear being like related yeah. but in different like times you know mm-hmm. yeah so i like that i i like i like that whole like idea and concept as a series i think that could be i think that's really cool and that's a lot of fun but gotta see mm-hmm. gotta see we need to wrap this up by talking about fan fiction because of we both love it we, we both love reading it we both love writing it mm-hmm. um also apparently ao3 was down a few days ago and i didn't yeah. even realize it did For you like, know did you run into yeah. that yeah, because it was all over my TikTok. That was all oh. on my TikTok. Um, I did try to go on, and it didn't let me on. And I was like, oh, well, they're not lying. It was down for, like, 26 hours or something, or whatever. I don't remember. Damn. It might have been in the 30s. But, yeah, it was down. Dude, don't even get into it. I didn't it. even notice. It was, it was like a DDoS attack by some, like, group trying to shut yes. it down or whatever. It was yes, a whole mess. I'm like, oh, good God. <laughs> Fun fact, that's actually what my dad does for a living. He attacks um, AO3? What? No. <laughs> this was your dad. This was your Con- dad. Everybody? Context. <laughs> That's our dad. Context. Um, my dad's job is in cybersecurity, and mm. so he basically knows how to deal with and prevents from ever actually happening in the first place oh. companies or organizations or people that hold basically ransomware against yeah. the company to get them to give over their data or their money, or their Bitcoin, or whatever it is. So in the case of AO3, somebody attacked the website and wanted all their data, mm-hmm. which obviously includes a lot of, not tracking information, but just like statistics about their readers, about their users, yeah. things like that, which is obviously not good because that's a privacy breach. 
And mm-hmm. so AO3 was like, uh, no. And um, my dad's company basically, well, there's multiple departments in the company, but the department that he's in basically works with different companies to prevent that from happening ba- like based on internal security. But if it does happen, basically getting them through it and um, tracking down the original people or whatever. So That's super fact. cool. Fun right? fact. Yeah. So, I, like I mean, a lot of what he does on a daily basis isn't that exciting. Yeah. <laughs> it isn't that. Yeah. yeah. But, like, he basically um, gives, like, lectures, if you will, on different, huh. like, companies and people, like, why they're, why his company helps things like this from happening. So, yeah. Gotcha. Fun That's fact. fun. That's very fun. Yeah. yeah. AO3 being less, is down is less fun, but it's back now. We're all back. <laughs> We're all good. I didn't even notice because I was too busy writing. Mm. Like to update my fit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice that it was down. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't try to log in or anything to read it. So I was like, oh okay. See, I'm pretty set because if I, I love I love AO3 and I definitely moved over there, but I still have the fanfiction.net app on my phone and <laughs> I still go on there when AO3 is down. So uh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm all good here. But, You're set. Uh, You've got a backup I'm, cache. I'm perfect. I'm perfect. That's all my. That's all my secret. That's all my secret fanfiction too. All the dumb ones I wrote when I was a child. Um, but no. So I. I think my fanfiction like writing style was is very different from my like OG writing stuff. I wrote almost oh, yes. exclusively series as a fanfiction writer, or I guess more so with my old stuff, the secret stuff that nobody knows about. Um, I wrote almost all series for that one and a few standalones. Like, not, not like, no standalones. Sometimes I do them based off, like, a TV episode of a show I watch or whatever. And, like, I want it to continue something. Or, like, um, uh, I, was, I think I was telling you, I wrote basically after, after Infinity War came out, I wrote basically a, a, a continuation of what I Full thought novel. Endgame <laughs> was going to be. And, uh... I was so far off, dude. I was so far off. I was. I bet I was your version was way better. No, it's because I wrote it when I was like <laughs> six, maybe six, fifteen. When did Infinity War come? No, out? you were no older idea. than that because I was. I turned fifteen the day that Infinity War came out. Okay, so then I was sixteen or seventeen. I saw. Oh, it on my no, I wasn't seventeen. I had to be sixteen. You were sixteen. I wouldn't have written that when I was seventeen. That was so bad. It was so bad. You had but just like, turned sixteen before Infinity War came out, like a month right. before. Yes, 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 yes. So, okay, 16. So still, dumb mistakes, dumb job mistakes. But, uh, but like, a lot of, I wrote, like, a, I wrote, a, one of the first fan fictions I ever published was a, was a two, was a two-part, like, two-story series about, um, a, a couple in Marvel, like, a, a, a ship that I, a ship that I shipped, essentially. And, um, and... It was, it was, it was huge. Uh, not huge. It was very, very bad. I tried to, like, rewrite it three times, so half of the first fic is rewritten, but not the second half, because I never finished it, <laughs> never got around it. But that was, like, a, uh, that, that ended up, the both, both stories together ended up being over 100,000 words. So, I, like, I wrote a lot for that. It was in a crazy time but that was also all the writing i was doing at the time so i don't know i love series and fan fictions i just think i just i think it's so i think it's so fun i think it's it's great it just means more of my favorite stories so it's so fun so so valid of you um literally same i read a lot of series fan fictions or otherwise but i haven't yet written anything that big mm-hmm. for fanfics 
Um, absolutely adore them though. Like when the first one is a certain pairing and the second one shifts to a different one, but it's in the same timeline. Yeah. Or like the headcanon universe. Mm-hmm. Um, this one that I absolutely was obsessed with when I read it. It was the first, I think, the story I saw like a Pinterest link for it. It was on AO3. That's what got me on AO3. Oh. This one series. And I can't remember the name of it. So anybody that knows or by some wild chance you wrote this, come find me. I want to know and I want to read it again. Um, but it was it was essentially a Marvel one. And the first, it was an alternate universe where they were all working on different like farms or ranches. Mm-hmm. So that was very interesting. That was new mm-hmm. to me, but I loved it. Farmers, yeah. farmer romances. Oh, <laughs> God here. Anyway. Um, so there were like Iconic. different, within, it was like a big community, if you will. And there were yeah, like several gotcha. different ranches around. Um, yeah. and so the first one was actually, don't quote me on this. I don't know if it was the first one or not, but okay. it was a, it was an original character and Sam Wilson. That's what started it. Actually, no, it wasn't. It was a reader and Sam Wilson. And then once that one ended, that changed into an original character, kept that in the same universe, and then it went on to a different reader and a different pairing. And then mm. when that one was done, it went on to a different one. Gotcha. So I'm pretty sure it was Sam Wilson and then Peter Quill and then Steve Rogers was next. Okay, okay. And I'm actually really surprised that I kept reading it all the way because Peter Quill is not my favorite, but Sam Wilson was like enough that like it got me into it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually really good. <laughs> um, I think I was really rooting for Bucky, though, because... Mm. There was definitely Sam, Steve, Bucky in it, and then I think there was Peter Quill, definitely. Yeah. And then and Tony might have been in it, Tony Stark. Not sure, though. Gotcha. Okay. But okay. it was very good series, and yeah. it might still it might be, like, giant now, because when I first yeah. read it, it was, like, four years ago. Yeah. So it might be done. <laughs> like, I have Maybe. no idea. Maybe. But that's what got me on AO3. Um, mm-hmm. It was glorious. Yeah. Glorious series. Um, personally, like for my own fan fictions that I've written or that I'm going to write, I can see my Narnia one having a sequel. <laughs> Knowing mm-hmm. me, there's like a good good 90% chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I actually already had a sequel plot idea. You know. Ooh. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, in this timeline is like between the coronation and when Horse and His Boy takes place which is, like, 15 years after The Five and Six came to Narnia. So mm-hmm. this is, like, right in between. So by the time this one ends, there's a few years between that and when The Horseman's Boy takes place. And there's some great gotcha. development in there based mm-hmm. on, like, politics that I think will be super interesting to explore. All right. So I might do a second one in those events. But also, I am the angst queen. Of course. And we know that people from Narnia come and go. So I think I might <laughs> use that to my advantage. Um, but I also don't want to split people up, so that's going to be hard. Yeah, that um, makes sense. You know, but my How to Train Your Dragon one that is very fresh, very new. I haven't talked about it on the podcast before. Um, yeah. But that sequel, if I did a sequel, it would be during the second movie because mm-hmm. this one is taking place during the show that's between the first and second yeah so sequel makes sense you don't have to follow the rest of the movies but and like with the plot that happens in the movie 
I think it could work. Mm. <laughs> I'm not that far ahead because it's going to take me a while to write these. And I'm going to take my sweet time because I love As them. As you should. And then I also have to think about uh, <laughs> the ones I'm going to publish <laughs> for yeah, crying right. out loud, finishing the series. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. It'll work. I have a, I have a, I'm not currently writing any fan fiction. I have a lot of plans, but I don't have any. Currently, I have one, I think, uh, uh, one from my secret account that is unfinished that I promised that I would finish like two years ago and then never <laughs> did. And so I think I'm going to just finally, you know, scrap my plans for it and just write an ending for it because it's just sitting there like unfinished and it's kind of bothering me. But I also have to like go mm. actually have the motivation to write it. Then other, like, I, I, I'd love to go back to writing some series, because I'd love to write, I'd love to write more fanfiction for my ship, Clint and Natasha, from Marvel. Yes! I would love to write some, some series for them, because I yes. love them too much. I love Laura. I love Laura Barton. She's a great woman. I, <laughs> I, I appreciate her, but man, Clint and Natasha was my OG ship. I, I can't even lie. die for them. I, I can't die even for them. It's so I so one of these days one of these days I'll go write some I'll go write some a few stories for them but I don't know the the Hawkeye show gave me a lot of fuel for that so I can find them <laughs> I could finally write a Budapest story you totally should I should I should I would I would read that <laughs> so fast <laughs> maybe 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 I'll have to write I need I'll that. have to make a make a public make a public LJ. Fanfiction just write it for me stuff. and me only, and then yeah. I'll just scream about Well, you it. know my AO3 fix, so I would probably put it on there, so that would be fine. Yeah, but I haven't but... looked at it, so I forgot. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you remind me, I'll, like, go, like, actually subscribe, because, like, for when you told me at first I didn't have a profile, yeah. but now I do. I'll resend so. it to you. I have a couple NCIS things on there, so. Um, <laughs> so, it, it is, in fact, totally Maybe I read those, so. actually. I don't remember. I don't know. I'll resend it to you. Um, but yeah, the AO3 is not my secret stuff. I mean, it is secret. I think you're the only person who knows it's yeah. me. But, um, <laughs> so I will not be sharing that. Secret. But maybe, keep your eyes open, maybe I'll make a public LJ fanfiction account. I'm not, you know, barred by any rules that I say I can't. So, you know, I might, I might. <laughs> but um, who knows? But yeah, no, I need to get back to writing some fanfiction. But I'm enjoying my whip right now. So, I don't know. We'll see there. One day. One day, right now one my day I'll write a Budapest story. That's it. That's all I need. <laughs> I yeah. want a Budapest story so bad. Yeah, that'd be. I'm so I'm sure fun. I could find like a gazillion, but I want, I want one that you're gonna write. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I, will I want you to write it. one. <laughs> I'll, I'll hop on it. That, Request. That, that's, that's, that's easy money. That's Sliding easy in. Easy money. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do. It. I'll do it right now. Not right now, but I will do. Actually, you know, I have a, I have a few plans for one. I'm Actually. not gonna lie. I, I had, I had notes written up on it, so mm. I could, I could, I could, I might. This might, this might kick me back into that. So who knows? I need to finish my other fanfiction first. I need to be done with all of my stuff so that I haven't, I'm not leaving people. I mean, like it's not a big deal. Only a couple people read it, but like I just feel bad. I'm like, mm. anyway. <laughs> <gasps> I love fan you know Okay, though? anyway. I just realized this. What if, and like I find, I see so many different reels, because um, I'm on Instagram more than I am TikTok. I'm on TikTok for like a total of 20 minutes a week, maybe. Um, uh-huh. Just because I like Instagram better. But yeah, um, I see a lot of reels 
about fanfiction stuff. And then everybody's, you know, in their comments talking about all their, you know. I wonder if I've ever read a description, like, of somebody that read something, and it was one of your stories. Or it's one of, like, somebody else's stories, like, that I know. Mm. Like, someone that I, you know, I think that's so, I mean, chances are, like, one in a million. But I wonder if I've ever just, like, read a comment about a story or something. And it was actually somebody that I knew that wrote it. Like, that would be so wild. You know? Dude, that, I mean, that would be. So, I mean, there's a, there a chance. I mean, some of my it's stuff a tiny was one. a, tiny a chance. lot of, it, who knows? I mean, I kind of hope even if it is, I haven't yet seen, uh, I haven't seen any of my own. None of my stuff was, like, super, super popular. I um, I I got good traction on some of my Marvel stuff, but not enough. Um, I'd have to go pull up the numbers, but a lot of mine like were were pretty small. But I did get into the. I think I had a couple stories that reached about thirty thousand people. I think basically wow. this is off this that's is off lot. like fanfiction.net stats, not yeah, AOV stats. So um, no, that's a lot. I don't, I don't know. So I, I had some definitely ones, but they're like whack. They're like whack ones. They're like <laughs> weird fandoms that I was in when I was a kid. So, which is, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I Who's think it all depends. But so, I mean, potentially, potentially, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe with some of the, because, okay, because again, that was like 14, 15 year old me writing. Right. So it was really, really bad. So maybe <laughs> for some of my AO3 stuff, that'll happen. And if I ever get back to being active on that, that would, that would be super cool. That would be so much fun. But at this point with like the stuff that I had and the grammar mistakes and the ridiculousness <laughs> of the stories, I hope nobody finds them because they suck. <laughs> <laughs> they, that's, 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 I'm like I'm because I think we talked about this in a fanfic like a, not in a fanfic episode if we didn't do a fanfic episode we should do a fanfic episode I think but every like, episode is a fanfic episode it pretty much is I'm all for I'm very much for not deleting like work because somebody out there enjoys it yeah but god I've gotten so close to deleting like half the stories on my fanfiction because they are just genuinely <laughs> like bad and i'm like if if they ever find out that that was me writing them and i've I've like changed my username i've changed the email i've changed all the stuff i've like went through all the stories and made sure that none of like no identifier is in there to be me or whatever so depending on just how good of a memory people have or whatever it was just like i it's just i don't know i I don't want people to find it and definitely don't want them to connect it back to me because <laughs> some of them are okay, but I have to, I am like holding Other back just from deleting into the ground. half of the ones, which, which, which would be, which not would be fine, but there's like one series that I really want to delete, but it also hit like 20,000 people. And I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> people are going to be a little mad if I delete that one. And I'm like, how are you reading this? This is awful. This is the worst thing I've ever written. And it's, it's, it's so frustrating. And I'm like, oh I don't know what I'm doing. So one day I may just purge it all and be like, whatever. I don't care. I mean, who um, knows? But uh, Before I actually published, um, I only had one fan fiction that was out there. And... Um, I deleted it pretty early on um, because then I knew that I was going to publish it. Like, I was going to turn it into a a fully original work, and then it just, like, took off. Um, But I only had, like, four or five people that, like, kept up with it. Mm, Maybe, mm. like, 
more than that read like the first or second like chapter yeah but um I'm not really that concerned with people finding me mm-hmm. because I don't think it was my real name it's the same name like same title yeah but everything else is different yeah so, but if somebody did find me I would be mortified yeah I just literally I, I would melt into the ground I found actually um I didn't post about this on my public story but I oh my god guys I found a printed version of Breaking Free mm-hmm. back when it was like really old I'm talking like 2018 old yeah and this was like the beginning of the story all the way up until mm, I want to say like what is now chapter 20 yeah but back then it was only like it was much less it was much smaller <laughs> much smaller it was embarrassing um but I read like not even a page and I just couldn't anymore Mm -hmm. I I was just like wanting to gag yeah because it's not just that my writing has improved but some of those details and those lines are still in the published version oh not bad ones obviously because I would have cut things that I didn't like But um, just reading that in a version that is so different, I was just like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. So I just stopped. I think I'm going to throw it away, and I will never regret it, because it'll only get worse as time goes on if I find it again. I'm only going to think that much worse of it. So... See, I I have a I have you know. a a binder and a whole one journal and a binder full of like loose leaf paper and handwritten because I used to handwrite fan fiction and I took a couple of them and turned them and put them online and one of them was like thirty chapters long and I hand wrote all of it and Yikes. I was like it's a lot what I, it was ridiculous um, but I have I have all of them in my room so I have like hard copies of all of my all of my writing and some of them like the one fic that I was trying to rewrite I like printed out and had handwritten like handwritten notes over all of that stuff which I think is where I found out that I love like hand editing all that stuff mm. um, but it's like I just have like, yeah, a, like a stack like of that. paper this thick of just a old fan fiction of mine that is ridiculous and I'm just like oh my gosh so i don't know but i think one day i will have to say one day if i ever delete all of my fanfic not all my fanfiction but delete all the bad fanfiction i got the funniest review on one of my stories and it was abs it was like a like i got dragged in that thing which was totally (laughs) unrelated but i don't want to give anything that could potentially find my story so i gotta like make sure it's purged from the internet before i like go read it but dude it was so it was so funny (laughs) this person insulted me so much and it was so ridiculously stupid just because they didn't like the fandom that i was writing for i was like bruh they had like two paragraphs of just straight like heat and i was oh like oh my god hello I'm a child. I'm a why child. are you bullying me exactly exactly <laughs> i was a child when i wrote it and i was like i was like okay you don't like that tv show okay so why are you reading something and that kick, is kick dirt fandom. i don't care <laughs> and i was like why are you coming after me and i was like Okay, so, but yeah, one of these days I'll read it, and it'll be super, it's super funny. I saved a picture of it, because I get a kick out of it every single time. It's so funny. Anyway, fanfiction. That is hilarious. That is God here. One day, um, well, actually, when I finish 
than our neon one that I'm working on. I want to, like, print it and bind it in, oh, like, yeah. an actual book mm-hmm. just to have it. Like, I think that would be the coolest thing. Yeah. Um, also, I realized when I finished the eighth chapter the other day that it's already at 30,000 words. <gasps> yes, ma'am. And that is as big as the first part of book two is. Nice. For context. For, like, comparison. Um, that's, like, a good chunk. And I never, I don't think I've ever written this much in, like, eight chapters ever. Like, this is a oh record for gosh. me. Like, my chapters average, like, four or 5,000 words. Uh-huh. And you know from reading my books that, like, they're normally not over two. Mm-hmm. The longest chapter that I've ever written for an Ivan Cove book was, I don't know the number, but I know what happens in it. And that was chapter spoiling. 50? Mm, we no, it was the book most two. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so like the most. the bit, No, the shortest oh, chapter most. that I ever wrote was is chapter 50 in Breaking Free, but the biggest gotcha. one is in book two, and um, it's... I don't even think I can hint at it without spoilers, but I'll tell you after. Yeah, no, that's fine. I, that thought, was like I thought you said almost 7,000 words Oof. in one chapter because I just yeah. would not stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> it just kept going and going. Yeah. Um, but I think it was that long because it wasn't canon at first, and then I was like, wait, gotcha. no, this fits, so I'm going to put it in. But then I shortened it a lot, and I split it in half. Mm-hmm. But, like, the actual okay. content of it was just too much to fit in the book. So. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, that I I tend to write short chapters, so to write fanfic ones that are like this big is like really <laughs> cool and a really big like sense of accomplishment. Like mm-hmm. wow, only eight chapters and it's already thirty thousand words. Like yeah, whoa, heck yeah. And I started it in like January or February, so I started. Oh writing. nice, yeah. So it's been seven months of eight chapters. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's all right. I oh have a gosh. like a, a two chapter thing right now. I'm since very I paused slow. it, it's been two years, so it's okay. It's okay. It comes with fan fiction. It comes with fan fiction. So yeah, but, but it's oh just it's just like slow because I want to do it like very detailed. Yeah, and I want to um yeah yeah I wanna I wanna like take my time with it. So yeah, because I'm a nerd. <laughs> yeah, of course we all are. We all are. I'm here. And they're for like it. giant chapters, so I'm fine with yeah. it. Yeah. Heck yeah. All right. Well, that, that's, what are you, so, I mean, besides fan fiction, or fan fiction, is what are you working on right now? I'm working through the summer, basically. That is my life. Um, yeah. And I'm transferring schools in the fall, so pardon if I just, like, drop off the face of the earth, other than this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to keep up with it. I think out of all of my forms of content creation this is my favorite so i think i will definitely be here but if i don't if i'm not on instagram or if i'm not publishing fanfics then um that's because i am changing schools and i'm going to be moving out of my house Mm -hmm. so that's a huge transition um and it's not actually fully moving out because i'm Still gonna be home at, on weekends because my school is only like forty five minutes from home. Yeah. Um, but it's still like, yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. That's my life. Very fun. <laughs> College tuition payments. Um, <laughs> working, sleeping, eating, and drinking two cups of coffee a day. Heck yeah. When I used Heck. to only drink one. Yep. 
welcome to my life. I'm up to two. But now I have two. a two. So. Now I have a two o'clock. Now I have a two p.m. cup. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm. I'm working. I'm getting ready to go back to school in the fall. Um, Where it's colder. I'm also, yay. It is. It is colder. I'm very excited about that, and I will not be on campus anymore. I've got a place out off yay! campus now, which is pumped. I'm moving in with a couple friends, and I'm very excited. Um, it means I had to buy like furniture and stuff, though. That's ridiculous, dude. I, but you get ew. to pick your own furniture. I do. I do get to pick my own furniture. So that was nice. But um, but yeah. So I'm hopefully not dropping off. I'm to Dib is published now, so I'm done with that. Yay! That's out there on Amazon. You can go buy that. If you buy that, tell me about it because I want to hear what you think. And I haven't ordered my working... cookie yet, but I'm going to soon. I'm yeah, to you can. It. You. D- yeah, if you do, if you do get it, it's up on Amazon and Goodreads. So leave a little review. Yes. Tell me, tell me what you think. Um, I found. I, I mean, the Amazon is working very slowly right now, but I've got a couple. I, I finally found. I like. I finally saw some orders like come in on the bookshelf, which that was Yay. Really nice. Um, and then yeah, I'm working on a whip that I shouldn't have been working on, <laughs> and uh, it it. It, it, it's go- it's actually going great. I'm having a great time. Nobody That's knows what good. the plot is because it's kind of the whole plot is spoilery. Like the only really interesting part is a spoiler. So I'm going to have to figure that part out later. But I am, I think like I said, it, I'm 5,000 words in. I'm very excited. It's going to be short. So hopefully it'll be done. Just has some moral implications that I'm gonna have to figure out how the hell I want to handle. So <laughs> <laughs> we're, that's going to be I have confidence part. in you. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. But, I have yeah. confidence. It's gonna be great. I'm very excited about it. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you as soon as I have something that I can like feel confident in sharing. That's not gonna thing. I'll probably give you a snippet later because I need some advice on some stuff. But yes. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. See how it goes. Okay. Well, sweet. Yeah, that's basically what we're doing, guys. Um, yeah. Not a whole lot going on. Yeah. Thanks again for listening, as always, and we will. See you in two weeks. Woo! It'll be August when we do a new one. Oh, man. That will. That's crazy. Okay. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. You can give us a follow over on Twitter at BNHD, the books pod, behind without the vowels, for live updates and contact with us. And you can rate and review us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. If you want to support me on Instagram, you can find me at larissagault.author and my books and links at www.larissagaultauthor.com. And you can find me on Instagram at LJ underscore writes with two S's. This podcast is hosted by Larissa Galt and LJ Elizabeth, edited by LJ Elizabeth, with music by Larissa Galt. Logo is designed by Susan Markloff.